I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi family, welcome to Live Your Best Life. I am Liz Wright and on today's show, I I am super excited about today's show. I know that the Lord is going to pour through my story and release fresh empowerment for you, really powering you up to be excited again about who you are, you know, as a new creation in Christ Jesus and the amazing God adventures that we can step into at any moment from our intimate relationship with him, right? When I was praying about today's show, I really felt to share with you guys about the first time that Jesus directed me and took me into Israel and what happened in my heart as a result of that. This is where he really taught me the power of love, of what happens when we really truly love the one we're praying for, when we get his heart for somebody, for a people, for a nation, whatever it is. You know, like Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, if we're prophesying, but we don't have love, we become a clanging gong. But when we love, it seems to be that that's the way miracles flow. You know, as we feel the compassion of God for a person, his power flows through that when we really have his heart on a matter. So this trip to Israel, that was how it changed me. And I know that as I'm sharing, Holy Spirit's going to impart into you a fresh capacity to live like that and to understand the power of love, right? God is love. So war and real story. So this is when my now 22-year-old little girl was one years old. So it was, it was a while ago. Transformed my life. So I was separated from my previous husband at that time and I was back staying with my mum and just praying and seeking the Lord as to what to do. You know, it was a very painful time. There was a, a lot of intense emotions and a lot of wisdom required for, to, to know what to do. And the Lord spoke to me one day very clearly and he invited me to go out to Israel. And he said to me, if you will go out to Israel, I'll meet you there. He wanted to meet me in the upper room. So, of course, I'd heard him. That was that. My mind was made up. At the time, I didn't have the money to get to Israel. And so I was driving. I had a BMW car at the time, but all my financial provision had been largely stopped. And while the things were in dispute legally, and I didn't know how I was going to get there. Driving the car one day, my relatively new car suddenly broke down. Long story, again, cut short, because I want to get to the pertinent issues here, the pertinent points for you. My car broke down. It broke down outside of a garage in the middle of nowhere, but there was a petrol station there. Went in, asked the guy for help, and he randomly just said to me, would you like to sell your car? <laughs> and of course, me prioritizing God adventures all the time said yes, <laughs> not thinking how the heck am I going to get around? But I just said yes. So within an hour, he'd bought my car for cash, 
driven me back home. I was now carless, but with a whole load of cash, thousands of pounds, <laughs> thousands of dollars to be able to go to Israel. So I did. I went to Israel with a, a dear friend of mine. She came along to support me with my one-year-old baby to go to Israel in August, where my friends and family thought I was slightly crazy to take, you know, and I don't recommend it to take a little baby to Israel as women, you know, in the middle of the August heat. But Jesus was giving me the faith and the grace and clear direction to go there. So I arrived in Israel very quickly. The Lord started to connect us. He told me to go to a ministry that was at the time led by a beautiful woman of God called Ruth Ward Heflin, who's now in glory. Many of you will probably know who she is. She wrote an incredible book called Glory. Her ministry was in Nashashibi Street in Jerusalem, and the Lord told me to go there. So I contacted the ministry, and they were wonderful. They welcomed me to go to their meetings. So that's what happened. So we started to go every day to their worship services. That's where, for the first time, I started to see the supernatural. So the week before we got there, there was a lady who had struggled with thalidomide, who didn't have arms while they were worshipping, her arms grew back in the glory. Regularly, they had precious stones appearing, diamonds, rubies, all over the floor that Israeli cosmetologists were studying and finding to be extremely pure and of a weight density that had not been seen in some of those types of precious gemstones. So incredible miracles. There had been a lady in one of their meetings who had had advanced cancer, stages of cancer, where suddenly gold dust had started falling out of her hair, pouring out and miracles were beginning to happen as she then shared her testimony of being completely healed by Jesus sovereignly. So this was an environment that I had not experienced where literally Holy Spirit would bring people from all over the world, including us now, and everyone would just flow freely in worship, really simple worship, and the Lord would just pour out his presence and miracles were happening. So that's where I ended up in Israel, very quickly connected to people that were there and starting to go on to different daily adventures with Jesus. One of those days, which is the bit that I wanted to share with you today, was we were with a group of people, we were taken in a minivan and we drove all over Israel to lots and lots of different biblical sites. Towards the end of the day, we went, we were in Nazareth. We were at the site where Mary had conceived Jesus by Holy Spirit. As we went in, I was tired. Being honest, I was tired. My little girl, Faith, was tired. She was slightly dehydrated and hungry. I was bothered and distracted. I was not peaceful and wanting a spiritual experience. I was just starting to get, as a mummy, you know, getting quite concerned about Faith. And the gentleman that was escorting us around said, look, I just, I understand, and you know, obviously we're looking after faith with you, but I really feel that the Lord has something for you here. So I grumpily got out of the van to be polite because I'm British and said, okay, okay, we'll just go in. And so as I walked in and I was just standing there looking at the remains of what they believe to be Mary's home, it looked like a sort of the bits of a cave for those of you who haven't been there bits of the walls of a, of a remaining cave. I suddenly got hit with power, the power of the Holy Spirit, so powerfully that I started to shake uncontrollably as literally Holy Spirit moved through me as fire. 
it went on and on and on. I was so concerned. I went over to the people that I was traveling with and said, I don't know what's happening to me. I know this is the power of God, but I don't know what's happening to me. They closed around me and just began to thank the Lord for what was happening. And obviously one of them uh, who was with us was a resident of Israel, uh, lives in Jerusalem, and said, oh, this is, this is the baptism of fire. This is what's happening to you. And this happens sometimes in Israel. The power of God just continued to cascade through me. And what started to happen, I remember walking down Nazareth High Street, coming out of the church. There's a church there built over the remains of what was believed to be of Mary's house. As I was walking back down Nazareth High Street, just I started to pray out loud like it was pouring out of my spirit all these different Aramaic sounding tongues and I was blessing all the little Arabic children that were playing in the street and just blasted with love. Faith was on my hip and she was just getting an overflow of the Holy Spirit so she starts singing and singing in her little baby voice and I was just it was wave after wave after wave of Holy Spirit was just crashing through me and what started to happen was I began to move into an empowerment to live a holy life. So the desire to live in any type, kind of compromised living, like sp a sort of spiritual weariness or tiredness in any way at all, was gone. And I had a fresh empowerment to live a holy life is the best way of saying it. At the same time, Holy Spirit switched on in me. He shared with me or imparted into me his love for the Jewish people. For the land of Israel. I had no theological grid at that time regarding Israel. I literally just had his heart. And I know that the Lord loves everybody, but he was particularly wanting me to partner with his heart in praying for his purposes to come to pass for Israel, for, for the Jewish people. And so he began to pour into me his love. And as he began to increase his love in me for the Jewish people, powerful prayers, power started to flow through me. So that lasted, I mean, literally got back in the, it lasted for days, actually. We got back in the minibus, drove all the way back to Jerusalem from Nazareth. And I just didn't stop praying in tongues. Literally felt like I'd been plugged into an electric socket. It was just power, power, power surges of Holy Spirit moving through me. We eventually get back. This goes on for days. I'm just blessing, praying for the Jewish people. Went into the Temple Mount and uh, where there's a model of the plans for the third temple to be built. It's, a, it's, a, it's, quite a, it's a very interesting place. As I'm walking around inside the exhibition, this is just to give you an illustration of what happens, like what was happening, you know, in little grips, grips your heart. So I'm walking around looking at all of the artifacts and there's a lovely Orthodox Jewish mummy with all her children there and they were having an education trip I guess she's a homeschooling mummy and she had a baby her little tiny baby in her pouch the baby was probably coming up to maybe between nine months and a year old little boy so I'm standing behind her she's talking to her other children I just smiled at her respecting you know her her privacy with her little family just smiled at her and I started to get filled again with Jesus's love for his people. And literally, I could feel Jesus zoning in on this little boy, this little baby. And I could feel like I was, it was like feeling the Lord's heart. Like he was just so excited and so happy to be in the presence of what felt like one of his blood relatives. So I reach out and put my little fingers 
to the baby's hands and this little boy grips my fingers. And as he does, I'm so blasted with joy, with Jesus's excitement, literally, to be in the presence of this little baby. His love just starts cascading through me in his joy. And this little boy starts squealing in joy. (laughs) And he's just laughing his little head off and squeezing my fingers. And I could feel literally Jesus' spirit and the little boy's spirit communing, recognizing each other. It was amazing. And then the mummy turns around, of course, because she's looking at this extraordinary behavior coming from her little baby boy. And I, and I just was able to just say to her, your little son is so beautiful. You are so blessed and you know, it's so lovely to meet you. And I hope you don't mind. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm enjoying this little moment with him. And, and so and she was really sweet, but she was really quite taken aback. And she shared that, you know, I just said, oh, are you homeschooling your children? And she just began to share a little bit and how they lived on the Lebanese border. And as she said that, I got gripped again by the vulnerability of her life that she was living in a war zone. At that time, she was living in a war zone. And there were there were submarines that were in the ocean near where she lived, you know, war machines. We It was such an, an unpredictable environment to live in. You know, they're literally living with the potential threat of war every day. That kind of stress, you know, is unimaginable, really. I could feel the compassion of Jesus's heart and his immense love for them. So I excuse myself because I started to cry because I could feel the Lord's compassion so strongly and she already thought I was a nutcase (laughs) by this stage so I excuse myself you know just gently let go of the little little boy's hands and moved across to the other side of the temple institute where I just went into groaning intercession again I will only know in heaven the fullness of what happened in that moment what Jesus was doing I was privileged to experience something of his heart you know and I know that as I felt that love power poured through my life and he was sovereignly interceding through me for that family for whatever was going on in, in the fullness of that moment he was doing something sovereign and profound and it was all moving into this realm through his immense love and his compassion so that's where he switched on my heart for Israel and since then I've been back many, many, many times. And I'll tell lots more of those stories in future episodes. But I wanted to just give that to you today, to just sit with Jesus. You know, as we finish today's episode, I encourage you to sit with Jesus and ask him to fill you with supernatural love again, you know, whatever situation you're in. So, you know, just applying applying this experience in a very relevant way to your life right now you know in in the context of marriage or any other relationship if your if your love capacity is diminishing if you feel like you're praying prayers that just don't have power on them you know you're not sure of how the lord feels about something you just i encourage you just go back and spend some time with jesus and let him grip your heart with what matters to him let him fill you up with love you know this is how he engaged me into really loving israel really loving the jewish people really being able to pray powerfully for them knowing his heart you know so whether it's you praying for israel whether you praying for your nation your family your husband or wife your children whatever it is you're gonna get firepower in your prayer life as you feel his heart so yeah, that, is, that was one of the most life-transforming times that I've ever had in Israel. There were lots of other things that happened while I was there. 
So one final thing I'll share in this episode today. I was with another couple of friends of mine in Jerusalem and Jesus just directed us to go to where the Pool of Bethesda had been. In there, there is a, a chapel built there now that people could just go in and sit quietly with the Lord in. As we walked in, we were just milling around quietly, just listening to the Lord, feeling his heart for the people. As I walked into the chapel and just sat there quietly, I just began to sing. And I was with my two dear friends. We were just singing, just loving Jesus. We stopped singing and the singing carried on. <laughs> and for about 20 minutes, the three of us sat there listening to angels singing audibly. So these are the amazing experiences that we can have with Jesus. Same Jesus, same Holy Spirit is in you. So I encourage you today to spend some time with the Lord as we finish this episode now. Ask him to fill you afresh with his love, his love for your family, for the body of Christ, for Israel, for whatever it is that matters to you, whatever it is that he wants you to carry his love for. So I just bless you. I bless you with the ability to really know that and have that sensitivity today and to be changed in your own life and to live in supernatural love supernatural capacity to love it's life transforming so as we finish our time together in this episode today if there are people that are on your heart that you feel that the content of today's show can really strengthen i just encourage you please would you share would you like would you review just the show just get it out onto the social media platforms Let's get this message out to as many people as possible in this hour. This really is the time where Jesus is causing us to rise up strong, really to live as a new creation in the reality of that and the experience of that. Please do that. Please stand with me as we get this message out to as many people as possible. And if you need resources for your own life, we have just released a powerful product to help you in your own journey with Jesus. It's called Keys to New Creation Living. It will power you up in your relationship with him. So I bless you. Thank you for being with me on this journey. I love you and look forward to being with you next week.